0: Welcome to After the Bell with your host, Laura. If you like what you hear today, please rate and review kindly. This show is a series of conversations with educators and learners to try and deconstruct some of the stereotypes around education. If you'd like to know more about me, please visit my Instagram page at educatingLaura. Thank you so much for being here today. It is so lovely to see this podcast gaining more traction and to see you guys enjoying it, to hear your comments and feedback. So please keep them coming. It's really lovely and I really appreciate every single one of them. I always respond because it's a teacher in me, I suppose, to give you guys quick feedback and to let you know that it is genuinely appreciated. So thank you so much. The blog I'd like to read today is called Bringing It Home and I wrote this on May 23rd not really your thing, huh? The teacher's flippant comment, paired with the look of pity, wasn't lost on the girl as she stared at the percentage mark in red at the top of her test. she had studied. The numbers and the rules had gone around and around in her head as she tried to make sense of it all. During class, she had looked around at the studious heads completing the practice questions. Everyone looked calm, like they understood. Well, it's fine, she told herself. She was good at other things, but the shame lingered in her throat as she tried to swallow it down. We are told from such a young age that to learn we must look outside ourselves. We look to our parents as our first teachers. They give us the basis of language, social etiquette as well as our moral bedrock. From there we go to school and we allow educators to mould us, to fill our minds with new content, to identify for us what is important to know and what isn't. Media, celebrities and our peers are added into the mix as the additional source of influence that continues to shape our minds and our belief systems along with our self-worth. This is all normal. It is how society has dictated it for some time. However, I want to question the system that we accept. Is this really how it needs to be? From birth to adulthood, we give our power away. We let others tell us who we are, how to behave, what is important to understand and how we should value ourselves. Therefore, it is not unreasonable that someone else's off-the-cuff comment, a throwaway suggestion, can feel like an anvil to an individual when it lands. It is all because we have allowed others' viewpoints to be more important than our own. I speak from a place of understanding. There are many things about myself that I have believed, not because I knew them to be true, but because I was so accepting of someone else's opinion. I look to them as someone of influence, as someone who knew better. I believe that I wasn't athletic or good at sport because I scored low on the beat test in phys ed. I believe that I was not good at math because a teacher of mine once told me I couldn't compete with the smartest students in my level. I thought my body wasn't good enough because as a dancer, I didn't have the right feet, the correct body shape. As someone who loved to read, I felt embarrassed that I didn't see the complex symbolism like others in the tutorials at university. I began to feel inadequate, like I wasn't intelligent enough. I allowed a grade or a test or a comment from a peer to be more valid than what I actually knew within myself. And I, like most people, have not been immune to the media, the magazines, the celebrities, social media, the constant comparison. It's enough to drive you down a dark hole of self-doubt. The other thing about what we believe is that we tend to make it a reality. If you are confronted with something you feel you aren't good at, that shame you felt as a child, as a teen, as a young adult, rears this ugly head and you regress. You feel belittled all over again. It is easier to avoid confronting it so you make a backhanded joke about it, brush it off like you're alright. It's fine. But is it true? The irony is that the girl who felt she was bad at math now does the entire household budget. The one who thought she wasn't athletic or that her body wasn't good enough has grown and birthed two healthy children and can physically keep up with them with very little break. The young adult who thought she wasn't sophisticated enough to contribute to university tutorials now teaches others because her insight and intelligence was always there. It just didn't necessarily look like everyone else's. I don't say this out of arrogance because in honesty, all of this is still a work in progress. Peeling back the armour I have created for myself that I have been conditioned to accept by society takes time and intention. I do say this, however, with the hope that this will inspire you to get to that place of acceptance with more ease. I can't ignore the importance of being able to function in this world. We want to be successful, to achieve and accomplish within the social constructs of our society. There are lessons and mentors in our lives that are vital for our growth and evolvement. I am a teacher and I take my role very seriously. Imparting knowledge makes me happy. To design a lesson or activity that allows differentiation and genuine engagement for my students feels like a victory. I'm also a mother and I can see the way my own nuances and behavioral traits, good and bad, are being mirrored back to me from my own children. It is natural to copy, to look up to and to absorb. It is beneficial to learn from others and to seek out people that can develop our understanding and knowledge base. However, I encourage you to always come back to yourself. Let your own voice and your belief be the most powerful, the most resounding. Also be aware of the power and influence you hold over others. Do you want to be remembered for saying something you truly believed or for that insensitive throwaway comment you made without much consideration? We hold the power on both sides of the situation and I implore you to really consider how you want to move forward. Now, I have never done this before, but let's try. I want you to get a pen and paper or maybe just a notes app on your phone. I want you to write down five negative beliefs you have about yourself. They could be things you feel you aren't good at or things about you that you identify as not good enough. Can you ascertain what the cause of that belief was? Did it actually come from you? If these beliefs aren't rooted in a genuine truth for you, I encourage you to take your power back. Let that negative talk go and decide again for yourself. This is your life to live, so make your voice the one that counts. I hope you enjoyed that. If you like what you hear today, please rate and review, forward it on social media. Thank you again for being here. I really appreciate it.